All right, everybody. Uh, well, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, we've got a special guest, Ivana Petrovic, on the podcast today. She's a mixed martial artist with a 6-0 undefeated professional record. Uh, she just signed a deal with the UFC. She's actually the first Croatian woman in the UFC. Uh, so that's super cool. And we've got her on the podcast. Thanks for coming on the podcast today, Ivana. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, of course. Awesome to have you on. Super excited. Um, before we sort of get into, you know, the UFC stuff, can you give us a little bit about your, you know, Croatian background? Uh, actually, I'm from uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Mostar, but I'm Croatian. So I grew up in Mostar, but uh, in 2015, I decided to move to Norway. And since then, I'm, I live in Norway. Mm-hmm. Mostar is a beautiful city. I, I love Mostar. My family is from near Ljubosky over there. So uh, I've driven, I don't know how many times, but the Mostar, super nice, r- really cool city. Um, but moving to Norway, I imagine that's a big difference, no? Yeah, it is. Uh, actually, in the start, I wasn't sure if I'm going to live here because it was really cold and it's opposite of Mostar. You know, uh, we like uh, the social life and all that things that we don't have in Norway. But uh, after a few years, it was okay. I'm fine now. Now I'm more used to this and I'm more mature. mature so I like more Norway now. <laughs> really? Is there anything that you miss about Mostar? Maybe the coffee? Yeah, so, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, drinking the coffee. I miss my family and my friends. But other than that, I I'm really happy to live in Norway too. Mm-hmm. And did you move for you know training purposes? Uh, I I uh, moved because of my uh, husband or uh, my fiance in that time. Uh, he was living here and he was studying. He he tried to live in Mostar, but uh, since he lived in Norway all his life, he couldn't be used to Mostar and all the things there. So I decided to move with him and uh, yeah, and to train here. Of course, it's mm-hmm. much better. Uh, or much easier to train here, especially uh, if you want to be a professional athlete. It's much easier to train here and, uh, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, well, you know, talking about being a professional athlete, which you are, how did you, did you grow up wanting to always be a fighter? How how did you get involved in mixed martial arts? Uh, Actually, yes, I really wanted to be a professional athlete, but I was training uh, handball and... uh, my father introduced me to handball and he wanted me to train handball, but uh, I always want to train some uh, martial arts, but you know, uh, Balkan people uh, don't like to see women in that sport. And after I turned 17, I decided to move to kickboxing and I said to my parents, now I'm going to train kickboxing. They wasn't so happy about it, but I started and uh, it was good. And after some time, I I moved to MMA, and uh, my journey starts there. Uh-huh. Well, you know, there are a lot of, you know, great Croatian fighters, both in history and, you know, right now, there's a lot of current, um, you know, Plazibat, uh, Hrbovic, Bavic, uh, Delia, you know, a lot of Croatian fighters. Um, but yeah, as far as Croatian, you know, female fighters, Growing up, was there anyone that you, I mean, either male or female, that you looked up to as sort of either a fighter or just athletes in general who were sort of your role models? Uh, yeah, uh, Mirko Krokop is my role model. I I was in love in his fights and uh, I used to watch his, fight, his fights with my father. My father really liked him too. So 
I, I knew that he going to wake up in three o'clock and ask me if I can watch with him. And I was watching fights and I was impressed with his skills. So yeah. me, my role model, and I wanted to start MMA because of him too. Oh, that's awesome. Krokop. Yeah, he's a legend. That um, I always watch that stare down when I need just some motivation or something between him and um, Silva. The one I saw, you know, Joe Rogan made that sort of famous as of late uh, last couple of years because he brought that up and then everyone started watching that video. But yeah, that's crazy. And yeah, he's a crazy fighter with the left leg, right leg hospital, left leg cemetery. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> Have you had a chance to meet him or train with him? Yes, actually, I met him when I was 18 years old and just in, uh, in the start of my career. Uh, I wasn't training MMA at that time, but he had a seminar uh, that was free just for the lucky ones. And uh, somehow I was lucky and they called me. So I was on a seminar with him uh, for uh, for maybe 10 years ago or something. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's an awesome opportunity to train with him and learn from him. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask a little, you know, what did family and friends sort of think, you know, when you told them you wanted to be you know, a professional fighter? But it sounds like your dad was, you know, very supportive. He was the one that sort of, you know, got you inspired to, to yeah, you know, like he, watching. Yeah, he likes martial arts, but he don't want to see me in martial arts uh, because <laughs> you how is it? And uh, it's a brutal sport to... But uh, after some time, when he saw that I'm really uh, interested to be a professional fighter, I, I got his uh, support. And uh, since then, he's my bigger, biggest uh, fan I have. And uh, I'm really happy about it. Has he been able to travel to watch your fights? No, he never watched my fights. Uh, he's working a lot, but uh, hopefully one day he is going, going to watch me. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I want to talk... Um... A little bit about the UFC because you just signed a deal, you know, to, to be in the UFC. Can you talk a little bit about that? Oh, yeah, I just signed my or for for a month or two, I signed my contract while I was in Mostar with my family. I just finished my uh, fight. I I uh, won the fight in RS. Uh, I was fighting Evelina Wozniak and she was the uh, best pound for pound fighter in Europe. And uh, to be honest, I didn't expect uh, UFC to call me that soon. And uh, uh, I knew that I'm new in this sport and I wanted to train a little bit more. But on another, on another side, I, I know that I'm ready for the bigger things too. Uh, I managed to finish the fight. I submit Evelina and uh, I think uh, UFC saw something in me and they... So someone who can be a, a really good fighter, so they gave me opportunity. It, it felt like a dream in the start, but after some time, they gave me the fight, and uh, I knew that I need to, to just to train even harder than I trained before, and uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's incredible. I mean, the UFC, you know, that's the biggest you know MMA organization you know in the world. That's awesome to be to be called by them. Uh, when is your next fight scheduled? My next fight is uh, in uh, uh, 11 days. Wow. So, July. I didn't realize it was that soon. Yeah, it is. Jeez, how, well, I, you know, I wanted to ask a little bit about the training camp and, and what that looks like. So, you know, maybe now can you can you tell us a little how have you been training for this fight? Uh, I've been training really hard, uh, even harder than I did before. So 
sometimes I feel a little bit overtrained, but I was so motivated that uh doesn't that doesn't affect affect me and uh every time i'm like i feel a little bit tortured i have that dream to be a winner in ufc and i just get up and i do the training even better than i was imagining so i don't know i i feel really really ready it was hard camp but i think we we did the job and uh i'm ready to show everyone what what i can do there was there something specifically that you were focusing on, like, you know, stand up or ground game or jujitsu? Yeah, I know she is a striker. So um, I was working on my striking skills. Uh, my striking is much better than it was in the last fight, because in the last fight, we was working just with uh, with wrestling because I wanted to wrestle her and finish the fight on the ground. But now I was working on everything. To be honest, all my game, it's uh, striking, wrestling and jujitsu, everything is so much better. So nothing specific. I was working on everything. And uh, to be honest, I really think I can uh, win this fight in every aspect of the fight. Even striking, wrestling, on jiu-jitsu, I'm ready for whenever it, ha whenever it happens. Mm -hmm. How, as far as like hours per day, are you training basically the whole day or, you know, taking rest days or a couple hours a day? How does that work for you? Uh, I train three times a day because I live near the gym in Oslo when I live there. I live in uh, in the office of my manager when I'm there. So <laughs> sometimes coach need to say, you need to go home now. You want to address. Since I'm there, I don't have friends there. I have just my sparring partners, my teammates. So I'm there all day. If I'm not training, I'm stretching or doing yoga or something. So uh at least two times a, a day like uh, hard sparring in the morning uh, mma training and then in the evening something like weights and more uh, like specifics uh mma mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah as far as like diet and you know keeping weight for the weigh-ins is that something that you've been thinking about this whole time or is that easy for you in just the last couple of days you worry about that I I cut my weight one week before the fight. I'm someone who is really always shredded and someone who was struggling to eat. Uh, so it's okay for me to to do it this way and uh, I don't use so much energy on that. So I'm happy about it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, that's not so bad. Only one week before. So, you know, you don't feel too bad about, I don't know, do you have any favorite foods that you have to cut out that you miss eating? Uh, yeah, actually, I love pasta, but pasta is not so good after uh, after I'm finished with my weight. So I do something, I eat something like uh, rice and meat and that stuff. But after the fight, then I eat a lot of pasta. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> actually, I wanted yeah. to ask, I've got a question about food that I'll, I'll save for a little bit later. Um, okay. But I wanted to ask, you have a walkout song, an entrance song planned for the fight. Yeah, I have uh, one song that I always use, the Paint in Black from uh, Rolling Stones. Oh, that's a classic. Wow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to imagine that song because, you know, some people like sort of the, the feel calm when they walk into the ring. Some people just want, you know, all the energy. That song's kind of in between. You know, it's not like a metal song, but it's not like a classical. So what's sort of your attitude when you're listening to that and walking into the ring? I'm actually really, really calm before my fight. Sometimes I want to slap myself to be like more awake, but that song helps me uh, to get that balance, you know, to to get that boost and uh, to paint all black and just go straight to the cage and uh, 
<laughs> finish the fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's an awesome walkout song. I'm a big, you know, sort of classic rock fan. So, so that's a really cool song. Yeah, the Stones are great. Um, you know, as far as have you thought at all long term in the UFC, or are you sort of, you know, do you have like long term goals of what you want to do in your division or other divisions in the UFC, or are you, you know, focus on this fight and sort of you'll make plans later with those things? Uh, first of all, I want to come to top 10. I want to show everyone that I, what I'm capable of. And I really think I I deserve to come there and uh, come there as soon as possible. I'm 28 years old. I don't have some injuries uh, that stop me to do that. And uh, I'm just going to fight to come there. And after that, of course, uh, my goal is the same like in ours. I want, I want that belt. Mm-hmm. Is there, a, is there a timeline that you're hoping for, a specific number of fights, or you're just going to win every fight that comes your way and whenever that mm, comes? We, I never choose choose the fight, so I just take everything. And uh, no, I don't have timeline. When it happens, it happens. I know it's going to happen. I just need to train and uh, show my best in the cage. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for that. Um, do you have a favorite current UFC fighter? I know you mentioned Krokop, uh, but someone who's fighting now, maybe that you you got in contact with that now that you're in the UFC or someone you're hoping to maybe get in contact with or train with? Uh, I really like John Jones. I like his style. Uh, uh, he was always my favorite fighter. And also Valentina Shuchenko. Uh, she's in my weight class. Uh I like her. I like her style, but also I never know. Maybe I'm gonna meet her too in the cage. So uh, okay. I'm not gonna say I, I'm going to be her fan right now. But I I like her. Uh, I like how she's doing in the cage and uh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah, you can you can respect someone's you know style and, and abilities. Uh, you mentioned John Jones, so I have to admit I'm a Stephen Milchich fan. So you know I'm I've got Stephen for this. <laughs> but... uh- I like Steve, but I'm not sure if he's going to be here for a long time. Uh, he has some years now. I don't know. Yeah, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I, I would think this would be either his last or, you know, maybe one or two more fights. Yeah. You know, he seems he's ready to settle down with the family and and, and things like that. Uh, but yeah he's, yeah, he's always fun to watch and he's a great fighter as well. Yeah, he is. He is. Um, you know, Ivana, you have a YouTube channel that I, I just saw. What kind of things are you posting on there? And is that new? Is that something that you just uh, sort of are starting out with? Uh, yeah, it's uh, new or can I say new? That's from my uh, second professional fight. Uh, my husband's brother is really good with filming and he wanted to film me uh, like behind the scenes to show people what we are doing before the fight and uh, all that stuff. And now people like that, and uh, we are continuing with that. And he's going to film in Las Vegas too. Uh, so I think it's going to be cool to have all that footage in maybe a couple of years. And uh, it's cool to see to see where we start and then where we are right now. Yeah, so, that's awesome. You're able to track the journey, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, where can people? Um find you you know on both the youtube channel and you have other social medias that you know people can follow you yeah of course uh if can if they can <laughs> how it how it how we said uh subscribe on youtube <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> all into that and follow me on Instagram, Ivana MMA. It would be uh, great. Awesome. Yeah. And I'll put links, you know, so everyone listening can can click on those links and find you as well. Uh, Thank Ivana, you. I've got a couple more questions here. Let's see. I got the entrance song one. I asked you favorite food. It sounds like it was pasta, but favorite food when you're either in Mostar or if you're going to Croatia, you know, for the summer or something, you're on the coast, favorite food to eat. Okay, this is not like uh, summer food, but I like chavapi too. Uh, chavapi is, of course, my favorite, uh, especially if I'm in Bosnia in Sarajevo too. It's really, that's my favorite food, yeah. And uh, I'm like, I like food that my mother made because that's like all that childhood uh, things like sarma and dolma and all that stuff. I don't know how to say that on English. <laughs> I, I don't either. <laughs> I mean, I think most of the people listening are, are going to know what sarma is for sure. <laughs> so, traditional food from uh, Croatia or Balkan, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, chavapi, of course, is the best. And there's what there's two kinds, but it sounds like the the Sarajev, what is Sarajevsky, chavapi. Yeah, they are really good. If you didn't try, you need to try chavapi from Sarajevo. <laughs> I always get confused. Are those the like the small ones that are together or the the long ones? I always forget which is which. Small ones or not? But small ones are from Banyaluk, I think. Ah, uh, okay. I'm not I'm not really sure. Uh, I like I, them all. I always get them confused. Yeah, they're all delicious. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone sort of makes them in their own, you know, the own they have the ratio of meats or some, you know, won't use uh, pork at all and just lamb and beef. So it, it always tastes a little bit different wherever you go. Yeah. Yeah, true. Uh and then last question, Ivana, you know, and I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast uh, and taking the time to do this. But for you, what makes Croatia special? Oh my God, it's a thousand reasons why Croatia is special. Uh, right now, I uh, uh, my husband asked me if I wanted to be in Las Vegas because I never I would I never been in Las Vegas and uh, he thought that maybe that can be fun and train there and be there. But actually, uh, after the fight, we are just landing to Norway to pick our stuff and we are going straight to Croatia. Uh, Croatia is my of course I'm Croatian, but I don't know I. I, I don't understand what, why everyone are going somewhere else because Croatia is the like heaven on earth. Uh, we have beautiful sea, we have beautiful country, beautiful people, food, like it's a million of things that are why I like Croatia. Uh, so... I couldn't I couldn't say that any better than you did right there. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> I love it for the same reasons. Although I have to admit, Las Vegas is cool too. For for a few nights maybe, but yeah, yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah, after that, it's it's too much. You can you can go crazy over there with with everything they have. But yeah, Croatia. Wow, I I won't even try to to say it any better than you did, uh, Ivana. You know, I want to thank you again so much for coming on the podcast here and wish you the best of luck in your upcoming thank fight. You. I'm super excited for that. I know you are as well. Um, that's a big deal. So good luck in that, and you know, thank you again so much. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.